0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Second best record in the NBA right now. Eight-game winning streak, second longest winning streak in the NBA. The team that has the best record, Milwaukee Bucks are perfect. Nine wins, no losses. Cavs off to a great start. Did they need to? Did they have to? Was it a necessity? Where do they go from here? Well, the lady who covers the Cavaliers for the Athletic joins us right now on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She's Kelsey Russo. Kelsey, thanks for being with us.
2: Hey, Kelsey.
3: Oh, hi guys. Hi. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Absolutely. Uh impressive start by the Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell stands out to me more than anything else. What stands out to you and why?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think just the way that he has fit so seamlessly into um this Cavs team, you know, like the way that even losing Darius with to the eye injury in that first game and then being able to come in and lead the Cavs offense so well early on um, and just kind of create that flow, um, be a scorer when necessary, be a facilitator, create, um, has really stood out to me. And I think, too, especially his defensive presence. You know, I thought that was interesting during camp. He would talk about how he knew the Cavs were a really defensive-minded team. That was their identity. They built that last year. And he didn't want to be a hindrance to that. And I think just seeing just kind of that extra effort on that end of the floor has really stood out to me and just not wanting to, um, like, let guys down in that area. So he's been very impressive early on, um, just on both sides of the floor. And I think it's been a really good fit so far.
2: Kelsey, do you feel – I know she talked about last year, too, and I was thinking about that, too. Uh, You know, do you think last year is – I don't, the influence it has on JB and, you know, making every game count. Jeff and I were talking about these games that they've won against teams that don't have good records. But, I mean, you got to win these games now against the teams you should. Otherwise, you end up like you were last year, right? And I wonder how much of last year has influenced the, the, the hey, every game really counts here. We can't mess around attitude he's got with this year's team.
3: Totally, yeah. I think JB talked about it, honestly, like um, early on in the season or preseason, talking about how, like, when you look back at last season, there are games that, you know, early on that, that really did honestly affect things, you know, when it came come April in the play-in tournament, everything. And there was a lot of disappointment about how last year ended. Like they really thought they had a chance to go farther. And the fact that because of injuries and obviously a lot of circumstances led to that, but these games do matter. And they, you know, they'll look back and be like, Oh, that game in, you know, early November or December or even October, like that could have helped. And so, I do think it has an influence and I think to the the mindset that um, like you can't just throw away games, you know, like that, that every game does matter that they're, they're trying to make the playoffs. They're trying to make this thing go forward. And so they, they aren't allowing basically to be like, Oh, well this game doesn't, you know, this game doesn't matter right now. We'll, we'll focus on the future. Like they're trying to prep themselves to be the best team come you know, the end of the season, April into May, to make the playoffs and everything. And these games help get you there now. So they do matter.
1: Kelsey Russo joining us. She covers the Cavaliers for the Athletic. I I think it's interesting, Kelsey, and as you pointed out, you know, Darius gets hurt right away, you know, real early in, in the first game of the season, and Donovan has to step in. In hindsight, and you certainly don't want Darius to get hurt, but, man, immediately Donovan had to become the man here. And maybe in a in a strange kind of way, it, it really kind of cemented his place with this team. Is, is, any validity to that that notion? I think,
3: yeah, I think I definitely think so. I think, you know, like him coming in, like there was obviously a lot of excitement about, around um, his addition to the team and what Darius and and Donovan could look like together in the backcourt and um, the dy- like how dynamic the two of them could be. But I think. Um, you know, him having to obviously start t- like take over in that role. And while Darius was out, it really showed just kind of his versatility and how he fits with this team. And I think, cause I think that was some of the question of like, okay, you know, he's this, he's this all-star he has, you know, he's been to the playoffs with Utah, but like, how is he going to fit with this group? And he has just fit so seamlessly. And I think we like seeing how the Cavs managed that stretch and, and one in that stretch is really telling of how um, talented he is as a basketball player, but also like how he can just fit with these guys, how they build off one another, how they can play off one another. And um, But obviously, you know, the, the goal is to have them both on the floor. And I think too, what was interesting is one of the things that JB has talked about a lot, how they want to be able to stagger the two of them. Um, all, like, and so have either Darius or Donovan out on the floor at all times. And, you know, we could see that with when Darius went out like what that looks like with just Donovan on the floor. So I thought it, it actually worked out well in their favor to show um what that could look like.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. you bring that up and I was going to ask you what can make this team better down the road. Obviously, these two guys playing together more would be there, but let's talk about the bench. Let's talk about some other things that mm-hmm. that this team needs to have to be better when they play against better opponents.
3: Yeah, I think um their bench, their bench production is going to be really important. You know, getting Ricky back will be really important so you have another guy with veteran experience come off the bench and um, to like, to facilitate the offense. Um, I think Kevin Love's presence coming, um, coming off the bench has been super crucial. I mean, even if you go back to last season and we saw like how his role changed, you know, fewer minutes, but he was so effective in those minutes. And I think that role for Kevin is really important. And we've seen it early on where he just knocks down those threes. He helps stretch the floor and, um his veteran presence out is really calming on the floor, and I think that's gonna be necessary. um They need like this consistency that jetty Osen has shown um I think in like his ability to to knock down threes is really important um and I, I just really think it's like a like an overall i know that like sounds like team coach speak, but it's like the overall team um like willingness to play together to help like do whatever is necessary to win and contribute in the way that they can contribute like in, in their role. And I think that's going to help lead them to a lot of success.
1: Kelsey Russo joining us. She covers the Cavaliers for the athletic. Cavs on this road trip, you get the Clippers, you get Sacramento, you get Golden State. It's been interesting, Kelsey. And again, they're on the schedule. Go beat them. But, man, it's been a perfect storm for the Cavaliers because they, they've played very few teams that have a winning record so far. If you're looking for a great way to try and get things rolling, that's a great way to do it. Still, I would think the Clippers concern you. Golden State, even though they're struggling, I mean, who wants to play Golden State? I don't think anybody. Yeah. But the Cavs have really taken advantage of, of a good situation. And that's what you want them to do here.
3: 100%. And I think they're showing, you know, um, the legitimacy to their success, you know, where they're not just – they're kind of coming in like and, and winning against teams that – you know, like they they should beat, or if they like went, they beat a team that they shouldn't have beaten, but then they go out and lose the next game. Like they're showing the consistency to their level of play on both ends of the floor, and that's really necessary for this to move forward. And so, even to like just just like their their defensive effort throughout throughout the games is really important, and and the consistency to that playing for 48 minutes is really necessary and something they've continued to build on and and like want to grow, you know, and I I don't think that's been maybe the most consistent aspect so far. Like I think of last night, um, the first half wasn't great (laughs) on um, either end of the floor, but the second half was a lot better in the sense of, you know, Darius and Donovan really took over, but then you had contributions from Jarrett and there was just, there was kind of a, they looked more like themselves where they um, were just really effective on the defensive end. They found open shots and, Um, they just played really hard. And I think that's going to be necessary for them. Kind of obviously they continue this stretch against tonight with the Clippers and then Sacramento and Golden State.
1: Kelsey Russo joining us from the athletic covers the Cavs. Kelsey, the the one thing I I look at the starting five and I think, okay, is Karis Levert, the guy I want at the three? Hmm. Is it Dean Wade who has played there and played pretty well? it doesn't feel like it's Isaac Okoro anymore. How does that position sort out or does it not need to sort out? And they're just fine playing uh, Darius Donovan and Karras kind of as maybe a, a three guard, because I think Karras is more guard than he is a
3: small forward. How's that play? Yeah, out? I think, oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I, I thought it was interesting of um, Karras is one that starting small forward job in JV's eyes. Um Obviously, with when Darius went out with the injury, it shuffled some things around. So they put Dean Wade in there. But JB really spoke about how Caris's um, conditioning and his his diet change over the summer and how he came into camp really showed just the potential of his of his game and how he could fit with those guys. And again, like a a willingness and the focus on the defensive end of the floor. And I think you know Karras' situation last year was hard because coming in with the trade and then getting injured, um, and then trying to get acclimated while there were other injuries down the stretch. Like, there was just a lot of factors, I think, that were sort of against him in that sense to find some consistency. But I think it honestly, to me, looks like that lineup works really well in just the way that the, the ball moves. You know, they can find there's multiple threats on the floor um, for people to, like, for guys to score, you know, and, and that creates the defense has to make decisions about who they're going to go guard and who's going to be open. Um, But I do think you also have this potential then to bring Dean Wade off the bench early. So then you bring some size. um, You can sort of mimic that big um, three big lineup that they had last year with him there next to like Jarrett and Evan. So it kind of creates two separate lineups that they can use um, maybe in, you know, certain situations, depending on matchups. But I think in, in, in a sense, like Karis has won that position and JB likes how that fits together and, Um, And what Karis has shown early on, kind of how he can be a two-way player, and really um, just be a threat on both ends of the floor.
2: I I just want to go. I I don't. We haven't really talked about it, but Kevin Love and his ability. I mean, we saw last week his his input on this team, and it's you know it just seems like a far cry from where it was you know in the heyday when they won the um, championship. But I'm still like your thoughts on Kevin Love, and I thought it was interesting that he had said that. He talked about the level of t- togetherness on this team, and that you know how this team is a team, and just your thoughts on Kevin and his role and his impact, and will it be there all season?
3: Yeah, no, I definitely do. I think his buy-in stems from last year. You know, like the the conversations that he had with J.V. last year about his his role and and what they needed from him, and he, and he really bought into that. And I think that's continued this year. Um, and just I think I think he sees know all the potential for where this team could go and and what his role is like he can come off the bench he can be that veteran presence in that lineup Um, knock down threes he can take those charges you know he's he knows how his game fits with this group and I think for him too being healthy has been such a good thing for him like last year I think the only games he missed um, was when he was out for um, like when he was in the health and safety protocols And so to have a really healthy season was important for him. And then coming into this year, kind of continuing that forward of, you know, staying as healthy as possible and being able to contribute off the bench and and providing that veteran presence, that leadership, um, while also allowing the younger guys to, you know, be leaders and um, kind of be that face of the team. But I think his role is really important and he's embraced it um he 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 wants to do what's best for the team he t- like you said that togetherness he's always talked about the last couple of um i think like earlier in the season earlier of the season and also last year too he talked about how it kind of feels like a college team in the sense of the the bond that they have and like the t- the togetherness and I think that is played a really big factor in all of this is the chemistry that this group has, and you know they generally like they genuinely like each other they spend time together they um they enjoy, you know, they, they joke around. There's there's good, like, true relationships there, and that stems, to the, like, onto the floor in their chemistry.
1: Kelsey, great to have you with us. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kelsey.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: You can read her work at The Athletic. Kelsey Russo covers the Cavaliers and does a fine job of it. Joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Enthusiasm, justified enthusiasm about what's going on right now. Uh, Clippers tonight. We'll see how they do against Tyloo. Another reunion. Oh
2: man, that's just all we've got. Isn't it great? Can you give me the hype video from Tyloo
1: to Mike Brown, then Steve Kerr, former calf.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
1: Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.